Yes, yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another fun-filled, uh, action-packed episode of the Lord Petty Podcast. And look, did I not promise, did I not say we're going to be back on video eventually? And do I ever lie? No, I never lie, at least not intentionally. Uh, when I do lie, it is just because I'm talking out of me as hul. But uh, I didn't mean to talk out of me as hul for this one. Uh, but welcome back to another, am I saying a lot? Is this because the cameras are back on? Is this because the cameras are back on in the multi-million dollar studio right now? Um, yes, I do have a, a, a light in the frame, but maybe I'll cut the, the light out of the frame. But it doesn't matter. Thank you for joining the Lord Petty Podcast. Uh, before we get rolling, rolling, rolling too much, uh, leave a rating. If you've listened to this podcast before, if you've watched this podcast before, if you're watching on video, if you're here on my YouTubes, off my Instagram because you weren't a C-U-N-T and you actually hit the link out of my story that I'm posting this on right now because you saw this awesome shirt or whatever the f- I can't swear within the first five minutes or something. Um, I don't know. I'm not. Everything's demonetized anyways, dude. I was making a couple hundred bucks off the internet. Now, guess what? I'm making zero money off the internet. So all the money I'm making is from you buying my books, buying my sweatshirts, buying my feet pics. Actually, I got blocked from OnlyFans as well. I tried to make an OnlyFans at one point, but I got blocked from there as well. The internet just hates me, dude. They get a, It's like when you become a felon. I'm basically an internet felon, and I don't know how annoying this cord is right now. I can't see what it's doing. Um, let me fix that. Is that better? Is that more aesthetically pleasing for you? I don't know. Do I have enough computers, by the way? If you're watching this, if you listen to this, go to my YouTube. Watch it on YouTube. Please make sure to uh, rate and subscribe because um, everybody else is blowing up. Everybody that I started uh, making memes with and shit, they're all uh, way bigger than I am. But guess what? That's because I do not pander. I say what I want. And uh, sometimes you get yourself in these positions where you're saying things that you know are going to get some sort of traction or that are going to get attention, but it just doesn't feel right. And uh, I sleep good. Uh, I sleep very good because I only say the things that I, most of the time I don't mean them. They're not serious and I'm just joking around. But when I am saying something serious, it's coming from my deep, dark German heart. And I'm not pandering and just trying to say some shit to stir the pot to sell you a fucking Trump mug. I'm trying to sell you a sweatshirt that says I don't pay taxes. And if you're some nerd and that pays taxes, don't buy one of my sweatshirts because it doesn't apply to you. I'm not going to lie. I, I pay a lot of taxes. Uh, it's okay. But less so in Texas. If you want to pay less taxes and you want to have more freedom, move to Texas. But don't bring your bullshit to Texas. Uh, that's one thing we're, we're, we're requiring down here. But yeah, go buy my book, The Petty Principles. Uh, the feedback on it, I think it's been out for like eight months now or something like that. And the feedback's been pretty nuts. It's always weird when I go and read the comments or somebody tells me, hey, that was a lot better than I was expecting. On one hand, I'm offended because I don't know what the fuck you were expecting. But on the other hand, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, I always appreciate any sort of feedback, even if it's negative, because even if it's negative and people are just being uh, C-U-N-T's. I guess I already said the F word, so I can call them cunts now, dude. 
So even when somebody's being a cunt, uh, it's all right. I still appreciate the attention because I did not get enough hugs growing up. So I need to get on the internet and say a lot of inflammatory things that'll make people uh, give me attention. Because do I want to approach people and become their friends? No. Would I rather put a bunch of stuff out there that makes other people approach me and say, hey, I like what you're doing. You want to be friends? And I can go, yeah, let's be friends. I saw a video today of this little fat kid bringing home a raccoon to his mom. He's like, mom, I brought home an animal. Don't be mad at me. She says, well, what did you bring home? And it was a fucking raccoon. And it reminded me of myself when I was a little boy because I was always trying to catch the furry critters uh, because none of the neighborhood kids wanted to play with me because I was the weird American kid. And then I came to America and I was the weird German kid. And I remember my seventh grade teacher when I moved here, she'd always ask me, oh, so Rodney, how are things in Germany? Then the whole class would turn around and stare at me. I say, hey, lady, I just want to be a normal kid and blend in and not have any extra attention. So can you please stop bringing up that I am foreign? Um, and now it's the exact opposite. Now the last thing I want to do is blend in. Well, I don't know. At the same, I don't, I don't mind blending in. It's just not for me. I was telling them, I was going off on my friends today about how I got the Sunday scaries, which I do have the Sunday scaries right now because I got to get up at 3.45 in the morning to go to work and hang out in a fucking airplane hangar all day tomorrow. And are airplanes sick? Yes. Uh, or yeah, I mean, they're cool, but am I passionate about them? No, I can, I can never, ever, ever be passionate about anything that I didn't create myself. That's why I can never work in sales because when you're working in sales, your whole personality, your whole career is based off hyping some shit that you probably didn't even invent yourself. Now, if you're the CEO and you're going out there and pushing some product like the fucking sponge daddy dude or something, yeah, that's sick. But if you're just working at like selling solar panels or some bullshit, which solar panels are dope, don't get me wrong, but I can't get myself emotionally wrapped up in something that somebody else is doing. And uh, that is just the dilemma I face. That's why I have to be at work at five in the morning and twist ranches. I got to go there and twist ranches. Like people would die for my job, dude. People would die for my job. But here I am just a spoiled middle-class, single white guy with all the freedom in the world, money to do what I want, things to complain about which really don't matter. <laughs> but it is what it is. But I think I was talking about the little fat kid bringing home a raccoon because uh, it reminded me of myself trying to befriend all the little critters. And here I am as an adult just trying to get all the Harry critters, aka the San Antonio women, to stay the fuck away from me. I'm just kidding, dude. But there's just literally, I, I know I, I spent pretty much a good segment of the last episode just shitting on San Antonio. But San Antonio is actually a pretty beautiful city. It's a pretty great place. I love my neighborhood. Uh, I, I go to the, I got a bar within walking distance to my place where I'm pretty much in love with one of the girls that works there. I thought myself I would never deal with somebody that works at a restaurant ever again, but she actually manages the place. So I think it's a little different. She's not the one, like you rarely see her on the floor because she's in the back of doing a bunch of business shit. And we kind of got a thing, dude. That's just my joke to my friend. But no, uh, San Antonio is weird. Like if you, if you meet a hot, like if I see a hot, skinny, single Latina with less than three kids, I'm bought in, dude. If she's got less than three kids and her cake is, you know, only two of me, I'm bought in, dude. 
fully bought in. Uh, there's some hot ass country girls here too, dude. We went to a rodeo last weekend. Oh my god. It was mind blowing, dude. I think even though like I spend way too much time, I need to spend time off of Instagram because I have a pornography addiction when it comes to Instagram because Instagram is pretty much pornography at this point. I hit my explore page and it's just ass. And I'm not searching for it. I'm not liking it. I don't follow any of it. Instagram just knows that I am a fucking creep. But am I a creep? No, I'm just a guy. And uh, I'm... 6'2 and funny and single, live by myself, and I'm a decent looking guy. So if they're not fucking me, who are they fucking? You know? Rich guys. There's there's a there's a monopoly now, dude. The internet has created a monopoly on vagina because you don't just have single hot small town girls anymore that just kind of find the most eligible bachelor. It's like where 10% of the top dudes, which I'm not there yet, but I'm going to get there. Trust me. You think I want to be some fucking blue collar guy twisting ranches on airplanes for the rest of my life? No. And anybody, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, but I don't, that's not me. You know what I mean? Like I want to be doing uh, cocaine off hookers asses and stuff like that. But um, even I just want to be, I want to be the male version of Chelsea Handler. I want to be that big of a goddamn narcissist slash man child where when I'm like 40 without kids, just doing the Leonardo DiCaprio thing. So I'm going to be the most famous person in the world because why wouldn't I? Everybody else that sucks is blown up. Why wouldn't I blow up at this point? Huh? You know it's bound to happen. It's like every every time every time I fail at something, it just opens my eyes. Like, oh, I did that wrong, and I just keep getting it dialed in. That's why I'm going to be here to stay. You see, I see a lot of people blow up quickly. They blow up quickly off a gimmick or off luck or something like that. They just blow up really quick, and it just never works out, dude. And I know other people. They've been doing the slow grind. Like Emily's one of them. Emily's been doing the slow grind. She's been doing her shit for years. And then it finally, like, she just got it dialed in, dude. I'm fucking happy for her. She's got it dialed in and it's just working. And there's other people like that that I've known, like um, Tim Warner, comedian. Like, he's been living in his car for, like, years just doing the, doing the stand-up circuits. And it's finally just clicking for him. And I just knew. It's like, I meet these people. I'm like, whenever girls date me, they find their husbands right afterwards. And whatever entertainers hang out with me, they blow up right afterwards. I'm the good luck charm. I'm the conduit. And that's why I'm probably going to get hit by a bus that stabs a heroin needle in me. And I'm going to be the tragic death where and be like, oh, he was the conduit to my success. He gave me some good advice. He put some courage in me and yada, yada, yada. Or maybe I'm just oblivious. Maybe I just fucking suck and I need to copy somebody else. But who knows? And who cares, dude? Does it matter? No, it doesn't matter at the end of the day because all we're doing is talking shit into microphones and spreading dangerous misinformation. It's not like we're inventing stuff. If the world were ever to explode, right? If the world were to explode and this whole civilization would start over, it would really humble a lot of people because it would either go like this. We would need the big, big, swole, like alpha men male to fend off the saber-toothed tigers, and then we'd need the big nerds to build buildings. And I'm neither one of those. I'm not saber-toothed guy, and I'm not the guy building the building. I'm just kind of the fucking jester in the middle entertaining people when things are decent. You know, talk about... Yeah, whatever. Um... 
I think that's important though, you know, because if we're only ever, people need entertainment. People need it because that's what people do. People get off work and then they want to be entertained. But then the people that do the entertaining is a whole different lifestyle. It's a whole different lifestyle. It's a whole different, whole different circumstance. It's a whole different box you got to put yourself in and a whole different mindset because as soon as you're, and it's hard for me because the last thing I ever want to do is beg for people's validation, but also you need to be accepted to be uh, successful. I just want to be a writer, dude. I should have just been a. Fa- I should have just remained faceless. When I was faceless, my shit was going up. It was going up, up, up. I sounded like some struggling loser right now. I'm really not, dude. Like I don't have to be doing this. <laughs> I don't have to be doing this. I do need to start uh, doing more stand up though, because. Um, but again, stand up just always kind of made me feel like a dancing monkey, and I would see people just begging for the attention and validation from strangers. And it's kind of like, especially in Austin, it was this big, uh, it was like high school and I just kind of knew I was funnier than 90% of these people, but I just didn't want to, uh, you know, I shouldn't make excuses. I shouldn't make excuses. There's a lot of people in Austin. It is what it is. But, uh, the one thing about San Antonio that's been really fucking me up is because I wouldn't go out a lot in Austin. I would very rarely go off my path of trying to create content and like write my book and shit like that. Like I was very occupied with all that shit, but literally every single time I left my house in Austin, I would meet a beautiful woman every time. Well, not literally every time, but you know what I mean? Every time I would leave at nighttime, I would meet a woman in San Antonio. And I don't know if it's just cause I don't venture outside my neighborhood. Cause like I said, my neighborhood is already like all married people and middle-class white people and shit like that. So maybe I need to go to like the dirty, dirty downtown and go find all the, um, I don't know, but I like hanging out in lounges and shit like that. I'm at the point in my life where I either want to have, I either want to be wearing a cowboy hat and being ridiculous and trolling, or I want to be wearing a blazer and hanging out in the steakhouse. Like, I don't want to be hanging out in some shitty fucking dive bar yelling over people over karaoke. You know what I mean? Like, who am I? No. That's why I really miss LA. If I had fuck you money, I'd be in LA right now. So go and buy like 900 of my books and uh, each one of you. If you each buy 900 books and I can move to LA, get a nice little penthouse, go out my little blazer and go do ketamine off of OnlyFans women's feet. Please. That's my goal, dude. Oh, that's not, that's not a conservative. That's, that's what always blows my mind. You know, just because like Donald Trump and shit like that reposts me doesn't mean that I'm a fucking conservative. Or when I say something that contradicts the liberal narrative, they're like, oh, you conservative. No, I'm not a conservative. You're just fucking dumb. And the world has just gone completely crazy, lunatic left wing. That doesn't mean if you contradict those things, that doesn't mean you're conservative. If, if you're putting your money with either one of these parties in general, and that's why I don't, when, you know, when people shit on Trump, I don't think they were the whole reason I like Trump is that he goes against the grain, dude. He's more progressive than anybody has ever came along, but also he's so fucking inflammatory. But I don't know who cares. Who the fuck cares about politics? It doesn't matter. Invest your money, hang out with good people, be nice to everybody, be respectful to everybody until they're a cunt to you. And then you cut them off. But I don't know. I feel indifferent about Trump. Like if Trump got back into office, I wouldn't mind because I would make a ton of money because I got a ton of money in the stock market again, which has gone swoop, but I bought a bunch of shit cheap. So as soon as somebody that's other than butthole Biden or camel toe gets in there, uh, we're going to be breaking bread, dude. <laughs> we're going to be breaking bread again. Um, but yeah, 
excuse me. Now I'm going to have a red nose. Like a red nose. Uh, God, do I have enough computers here, dude? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This is the least prepared I've ever came into a podcast episode. But if you've came this far, you've been rocking with me. And that's awesome. And I do appreciate you. I do appreciate everybody that has ever hit the follow button on my Instagram. I do appreciate everybody that's ever bought a book, bought a sweatshirt, done anything because it makes me feel like less of a lunatic. Because to be honest with you, I feel like a lunatic on the daily basis. And it's not because I think my ideas are crazy because I get my inspiration and ideas from... Uh, from... I mean, that was the whole thing that shifted my mind. Like, I was this crazy lunatic liberal growing up, and then I kept hearing about all these, like, evil conservatives, and I bought into it. And then I got old enough to talk politics with my grandfather one day, who's, like, the greatest man to ever walk this earth. And uh, he just told me, like, well, what's your problem with conservatives? Like, oh, they're this, this, blah, blah, blah. And I, he was like, well, you know, I'm a conservative, right? And I was like, what? You? Same with my grandma, the greatest woman to ever walk this earth. My grandmother's an angel. The fact that I even am related to my grandparents. Uh, if I can be half the man my grandfather is and half the soul that my grandmother is, um, okay. Versus one of these just pissed off loser liberals. No, dude. Fuck that. That's why I posted a pretty funny meme on Twitter today. It's doing pretty well. I took that, you know the meme where it shows uh, the utopian city? And then I said something along the lines, like the world if we just listen to people the world, if we listen to the economic advice of people that reject basic biology and can't pay off their student loans, that shit blows my mind when you get these people that are like, oh, well, you know, they'll talk shit about a welder. They go, oh, well, that person's uneducated, but what matters in the world? Money. And money is a direct reflection of the value that you bring to the world. So if you can't pay off your student loans, that means you're useless to the world. So why the fuck would anybody ever listen to you? Huh? If you can't pay off your student loans, why should we listen to you about anything going on in the world? It means you sign some papers without knowing what the fuck you're talking about. And that's the thing about these dumbass liberals, dude. They'll, they will never admit they're wrong. It's like the thing, you know, the thing that shut the world down, the C word, which I still can't talk about, even though now it's been confirmed it came from a lab where everybody said, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. If you didn't figure that shit out two years ago, that shit came from a lab. There was literally a lab called the blank word of Wuhan. It was a leak, dude. People were like, oh, that's a conspiracy. Like, imagine being so dumb, you call people conspiracy theory, or you, or you, you call things misinformation, loosely call things misinformation because they contradict the mainstream news. And then we demonize, we villainize these people like Elon Musk and Joe Rogan and shit like that. These same people, they'd have been the same people to villainize people like MLK and shit like that. Anybody, or like a Gandhi or something like that. Anybody going against the grain. That's what always happens. People go against the grain. They say, oh, this is fucked up. This is blah, blah, blah. They're going against the mainstream narrative. And then 30 years later, we realize, wow, this person was a really good thing for humanity because they saw some shit that the general public didn't see. And that's how you got to be sure about who you're putting your cards with, you know? I don't know. God, am I, this computer is just blowing up right now. My two computers. <laughs> All right, well, anyways, this is going to be a shorter episode. Uh, well, I say it's a shorter episode. We just went 20 minutes. These are only supposed to be 20 minutes. Who wants to listen to a guy talk for longer than 20 minutes? You got other shit to do. But you checked in with your boy. I appreciate you. 
Uh, please let me know why you're here, where you came here from, so we can get more people here. Tell more people because I don't want to get up at 3.45 in the morning and I want to sell dildos. Okay. And once I, <laughs> once I sell dildos, I hope you buy them. All right. Appreciate y'all. Please leave a rating, subscribe. Uh, listen to some of the older episodes if you haven't, even though I would never listen to the older episodes because they would make me cringe. All right. Peace out, y'all. Love you very much. Uh, go follow me on Instagrams, on Twitters, and all that shit. All right? Big deuces.